Hey guys, hey, welcome to the first episode of Living the Ship. It's your boy t Hawk coming at you. Guys, we are getting ready to focus on one of the major things that I'm seeing that's going on around right now. Have you seen how so many individuals are going from their jobs and all of a sudden trying to go to their side gig so that they can have that extra money? Have you seen the things on the news that's talking about, hey, individuals are basically are working because unemployment rate is down and hey, what's going on with these signs that saying that we are still hiring, we're staying hiring, what's going on? People have realized they need to shift to entrepreneurship. Guys, we're talking about that today, guys. You know, this entrepreneurship is one thing that is like dear to my heart, you know, because myself being an entrepreneur now for 26 years, y'all give me some virtual claps for that, right? 26 years in the business, we are so happy for us to, to be able to, to do that. Guys, started, you know, doing my industry, you know, since I was 15 years of age, I'm 51 years of age now, but there was also a time, there was also a time that, you know, I had to work that corporate job. Bills had to be paid, bottom line. And my career actually started at that golden arch, that McDonald's, right? How many of you guys actually been at McDonald's? Don't let me be alone there, right? Don't let me be alone. 16 years of age, started at McDonald's and stuff doing that. That was awesome. It put me through school. So there's a place for it. It put me through the University of North Carolina at Charlotte, where there I got my accounting degree at. And guys, I loved it. I was lucky. I was here in Charlotte, North Carolina, right off of Sugar Creek. Who's gone by Sugar Creek before? You know, so I, I was there working, guys, at McDonald's and doing everything and went all through the ranks, even went to Hamburger U. Did you know there was a Hamburger U? Yeah, I got a degree. It's in my office. Hamburger U. I'm going to keep that, guys. That's called history, right? That's called history. So I was in there doing that, guys. But one thing I should let, you know, I was talking to my owner at that particular time, and I was like, I wanted to own a McDonald's. Did everything McDonald's needed, but I needed that money. You know, that was costing a lot to actually be able to own a McDonald's. I didn't have that money. I was in school. I was working there. Didn't have the money. And he asked me, what did you do other than working there? Had my owner asked me, what did I do except for working there? He was basically asking me, did I have a little side gig? Did I have something on the side that I can generate some additional income? Because he knew what he was paying me, and he knew that it wasn't enough for me to do what I truly wanted to do. So I told him, yes, I'd be doing taxes for my, my classmates. I'd be doing taxes for the employees. And then he talked to me about what turned that into a business. Guys, that was a mindset change. It was a mindset change from that gig that I was doing on the side into, hey, make it a true business. So in 1996, kind of what I did, called my dad, who basically taught me everything I knew about taxes at that particular time. And I said, you know what, dad, we're going to turn this into a real business. Let's go ahead and get the things that we need. So, yes, we look things up. We kind of actually called, you know, several different um, um, software companies. And we started our business in January of 1996. Now, that led to some income coming in, right? Good income coming in. And it got to a point that I was like, hmm, this side gig that now has turned to a business started to hinder a little bit, okay, on that work that I was actually doing there at McDonald's at that particular time. I had a decision to make, guys. And sometimes that may be the scariest time of your life when you're trying to go from your job that you are being at, that security that you're comfortable with, that salary or whatever it is, 
You know, it gets a dark place to say, you know what, I'm going to leave that and then going into what your own business. Guys, I gave up at that particular time my 10 year and seven month job. Exactly. 10 years, seven months. Yes, I still remember it to this day. I gave that job up to basically be able to say, I'm going to go in business for myself. But the scary time just doesn't end there. Do you know, around the same time that I gave that job up, in a couple of months, I was getting ready to get married. Oh, but Jesus, I had to go and tell my wife's father <laughs> that I was getting ready to actually stop working and then being able to marry his daughter. How do you think I feel sitting on that couch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I almost wanted that to be in the closet at that time. But, you know, I had the support from my mother-in-law. And I know how the ladies, you know, sometimes y'all actually run the house, right? So that was kind of cool, <laughs> okay? That was actually cool with me. So, guys, end up actually doing that. They gave me the support in doing that. Guys, but because I had that support, because I had that mentor, because, yes, you know, I had those individuals behind me, my network that was behind me, I was able to, within actually two years, you know, surpass what I was making at that W-2 job at that time. And then history just starts actually taking place, guys. So if I can basically go through a time way back then with the resources that we had at that particular time. If I can go back then and just realizing that I didn't have a lot of money to start up to do certain things. Guys, <laughs> real to happen, guys. I started this task company by taking, y'all be quiet now. Y'all be quiet. I can't tell everybody this. But I took that student loan that they was talking about, yes, took that money. It all didn't go to the University of North Carolina Charlotte. It went to purchase a Dell computer. Mm, yeah, that Dell computer. Y'all remember that Dell computer that looked like the cow <laughs> when they had around there? It purchased that computer to be able to have that software to do taxes for the very first time. It was basically guys looking at, hey, how to fund this and how to get that. Didn't have a lot of money, but the key is, it can be done if you looked around with different resources. And today, wow, today with so many different resources, with so many things with technology and things that actually came, we are seeing a number of individuals now that's living the shift. They are actually putting it to work. You can actually hear about a lot of those individuals on Living the Shift podcast. Yes, they're going to be coming in to share their experiences so that you can actually see that there's real individuals that basically is going from the job that they only knew. Guys, at McDonald's, that was my only job at that particular time. You know, I started at 16 years of age. I wanted McDonald's. I love McDonald's. People used to actually laugh and talk to me about, you know, how much I was actually working at McDonald's and how much, you know, y'all remember that guy named Calvin doing that commercial way back in the day? Some of y'all those I had remember Calvin, guys. They called me Calvin back in the high school in the 12th grade. Yeah, Van Senior High, I'm talking to you right now. You basically actually got me down to think that I was Calvin and stuff like that because that was my goal to go on. I say that, guys, because sometimes things do have to change, don't it? You may think you're going to go on one course, and then something else actually may actually happen. It's all about expanding. It's all about expanding. You may want to do one thing, but you may have to do something else before you are able to do that thing. That's okay, because you are just not basically just casting out, guys. You're living it. You are living the 
shift. Many of you are living in shift right now. I don't even know that you're doing it. You're on the road to shifting what your current income status is now. And you may not think it is. See, I call those hobbies. I call that there's passions that you actually have. You know, some of you guys may, you know, in the evening love to actually bake and you're doing these cupcakes and doing these and people say, hey, look, you know, I'll pay you for this cupcake. I'll pay you for that, right? And you're doing them and you're making little things on the side right here. You know, that may be your mindset as far as doing it. But guess what? When you're doing that, your mind is changing. Your mind is changing. You start to actually see that that profit margin of those little cakes those little cupcakes and things of that nature, like it's little more than what you are currently getting on your job. That's what it's all about, guys. Keeping more of your money. <laughs> That's what it's about. But guys, we have basically helped individuals to actually live the shift for another actually reason as well. Not because, you know, just of the income they have, but also because my favorite thing, taxes. Do you know that if you start that shifting from your job, to even your side gig, do you realize that you are now able to keep more of your money in that job in the form of taxes? I mean, how much taxes coming out of your paycheck every single paycheck right now? Do you realize that some of that money can be saved to start that new business, to operate that new business? You see, guys, many individuals that do have their business, they may start it for actually tax reasons. But one thing that I do understand, guys, is a lot of wealthy individuals, before they do a business, before they do a project, one thing that they look at first is the tax implications of doing it. You see, you have to actually shift that mind and stop saying, hey, you know what? I'm not going to give the turn of revenue all of my money. I'm going to learn some of those things that I need to actually do to keep more of my money. And in keeping more of your money, you are able to do amazing things with that money. You are able to actually be like the wealthy individuals. You know, some individuals see these major companies that's out there. You know, they see a LLC and they see this S corporations and they're big type of corporations out there. And they don't think that you can do the exact same thing with your side gig. And I'm here to tell you, you can See, the Turn of Revenue Service, guys, just have statute. You're either a C corporation, you're LLC, that's taxed as an LLC or a partnership or, or S corporation, you know, or you're so, so proprietor. But it's the same tax laws. You can have the same tax benefits as major corporations. We need to shift your mind, don't we? It's time for us to start living like they're living right now. It's time for us to actually start, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of everything that's out there myself. I'm controlling my finances. I'm controlling my taxes. I'm controlling everything that's all about me, my wealth even. Guys, how am I controlling when you pay taxes? Mm. Yeah, when you pay taxes. See, and I like to say when you pay taxes because if you are still a W-2 employee, they take your taxes out when? Now. <laughs> You'd have no option in doing that. How about actually being and shifting into another type of income stream that you decide how much taxes and you decide when they are actually paid? You might need that money now, right? Shifting is what it's going to be all about. Shifting, but not just talking about it. We're going to live it. We are going to live it. We're going to live it together. And guys, it does not stop. I haven't stopped. You shouldn't stop. Even though I've been in business after 26 years, it does not stop there. 
Because when you really start to shift your mindset, you really start to think that, hey, all of this money just not need to be just for me. Who else is it going to be for? What are you building it for? What are you actually building that company for? Is there reasons? Do you have, you know, siblings? Do you have kids? What do you have that you want to pass it on? You see, one thing that we have to start thinking about is true wealth. What's true wealth? There's a couple of categories that I really like in true wealth, guys. What? Real estate is definitely one of them. Life insurance is definitely one of them, right? Mainly assets. Yes, life insurance can be an asset. Shift the mind. We're going to talk about that. We're going to have guests that's going to talk about, guys, how that word of life insurance, how we view life insurance. Think about right now how you view life insurance. When I said the word life insurance, what did you think about? What did you think about when I said Because many individuals have been talk when they hear life insurance, they're thinking about the money that is left to individuals after you have passed. And that's all they think about, even though that is really important. But do you know that life insurance can be actually utilized while you are living? Shifting the mindset, guys. Is there different types of structure? You just need to actually know which one fits you and fits your goals that you're trying to actually have. So we're going to be shifting the minds about all of those financial things, guys. We're going to shift the minds all about, yes, the life insurance amount, the taxes, but also buying power. See, I want to shift your minds from even talking about credit. Credit, credit, credit. We hear credit a lot, right? We hear credit a lot. We hear debt a lot in doing this. Let's stop the word credit. Let's start talking about buying power. How about that? How about buying power? Because why do you want credit? Most individuals want credit to be able to have access to different funding, actually, things to what? Buy something normally, right? You know, but you know, you're saying, hey, my credit is not good or my credit is good, so now I'm able to do this. What you're really looking at is buying power, but it's a combination of different things with actually buying power. Is basically you having good credit, yes, but also how about your debt to income ratio? That's a combination of things, guys, and how to prepare for those things. You're just not going to just go and just buy a house like right now and you hadn't prepared for it. I hope you're not. I hope you're not going to do that, especially if you're self-employed. My self-employed individuals, yes, let's start shifting our mindset from what leasing and renting and, and, and things into going to buying. But a lot of people had to show you how to properly buy because you have to prepare at least two years. Put that down if you listen to me. Two years preparation of making sure that your buying power is in the right position. You need to surround yourself with the team. You see, shifting to even having a team is important. It's important. Shifting to having a team that's around you that understand things that you don't know. You see, we have to actually shift from us thinking that we what know it all about you know certain things, right? Nobody knows it all, guys. I still have mentors. I still have coaches. I still have a team around me. Now, we want to understand what's going on. But we want specialists to do what specialists actually do, experts to do what experts actually do. We want to know what they're doing, but we don't need to necessarily know exactly every step on how they are doing it, do we? No. You know, sometimes we basically um, try to actually get involved with our finances and want to know everything that's going on and want to be the experts in it that's going on. Do you know that that blocked us a lot of times for getting to the next level? It does. It blocks us from getting to the next level. We do not have to know exactly how food is prepared at these major restaurants all the time, do we? We may want to know the ingredients, 
but we don't want to know what heat do they put things on and then how many minutes that they have it on the skillet and what they do first. Are they basting it? Are they tossing it? What are they doing? Okay, We don't necessarily have to know that unless we're going to do that meal ourselves. But we take it, guys. We take that information you know, that they actually given us, which is nothing but the menu about what's in it, and then we, what? we eat it. I like to put it like this way. Since I love McDonald's, I still do. I don't care what you say about it. Love McDonald's. How about this? McDonald's, when you really look at it, is one place that we don't even question how the food is actually cooked. No, we don't question. We know that the fries are going to taste the same regardless of what McDonald's we go to. We know that the sandwiches are going to taste the same regardless of what McDonald's that we go to. But look at what we are actually looking at, really. What we are actually looking at, guys, is we are allowing 15, 16-year-old teenagers to cook our food, and we don't even question, is it cooked right, how it is, what's going on? We haven't even asked a question that. Don't question all. Take that same 16-year-old. Invite that 16-year-old to your kitchen and they cook a hamburger. How many of you going to question that hamburger then? You will. You're going to see, like, is it done? Is it pink? Is it this? In your own kitchen. So why do we not question when this same 16-year-old is working at McDonald's, but we question them when they're working in our kitchen to cook the same burger? Do you know why? Because we tied into the system that McDonald's have. I say that to say, guys, you can get to amazing places in your life if you have a system. You see, people can make money, but systems create wealth. I want you to remember that. You can make some money, but systems create wealth. And when you have a consistent system, consistent is a key word, consistent system that's producing the same results over and over and over again, you don't have to question it any longer. So when you seek out to actually different things and stuff that you are trying to either follow, you're trying to actually mimic, look at systems, look at how things are producing the same results. That may be something that you may need to actually follow. You may need to actually do. Turn that passion that you have, turn that hobby that you have, turn that idea that you have into a multi-dollar stream of consistent Income. Do you know that's what residual is all about? Residual is all about it. it's coming into your household every single month, regardless of what's actually going on. It's coming to you every single month. Every single month. So, guys, we are discussing a lot of information right now. We're just discussing a lot of things, but it's all turned to us being able to shift major things in our life. But guess where it all is going to start with? Your mind. It's going to start with your mind. We need to stop saying negative things. Just stop saying negative things. We need to shift all of our words to positive things. We need to basically start talking about the part. Do you know that you have the power to speak anything into existence? You really have that power. The things that you want, you need to speak them and speak them consistently. Now, a lot of people have heard that. A lot of people say, yes, I speak things consistently and consistently. And then they go right out and say, ooh, I can't do that because of da 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 Do you know you just spoke something? Whenever you say, I can't do certain things, you just spoke something into your future. 
You just spoke into your future. When you say, I do not have $100,000 into my bank account right now to do something. You just spoke that into existence. That's why you never have. If you start speaking that, you know, I am happy that I have $100,000 into my account. I am so happy that I have $100,000 into it. You know it's coming. Keep speaking it. Even though you're saying that it's not there yet. You didn't say when, but it's coming. It's coming. I'm so happy that I was able to shift from this job to having my own business and running it full time. Not, I can't do that like you have actually done that, T-Hawk. I can't do that. I can't do that because I'm on this job. I got these bills. I got my kids. I got expenses. I got all of these things. That's why I cannot have. You just spoke that into existence. And we wonder why many, individual, many individuals do not go from one place to another place. Because guess what, guys? We're speaking it. Start thinking about the times that you have spoke things into your life and wonder why you're still at the same place. It's going to start there. That's how we live it. We live it in our mind first. Everything that we want to shift is in our mind first. Where we want to go, what we want to be, who we want to be. You know, even our kids. How many people I'd say, yes, I speak these things over my kids' life all the time. And then we say, that boy bad. <laughs> Come on. You just, when you say that boy bad, you just spoke the future that they're bad. They're bad. They might have done some wrong things, but they have potential. Start speaking the potential that each one of them actually have. Watch things start to change in your life. 2023 is going to be off the chain. I'm speaking it for each and every one of you now. I'm speaking it for myself. And guys, we're going to speak it together. Every episode, we're speaking because we're going to live the shift. This is T-Hawk, and I'm out.